Hi, I'm Casey McCormick-Chifchi, the host of Transform and Embody and the founder of Borderless Stories, and I'm so happy you're here. This podcast is all about stepping into your next level self, my own experience with transformation, the resources I've found most helpful, and stories that have inspired me along the way. I started this podcast to share what I've been learning and to connect with others who are on a similar path. The majority of these episodes are repurposed from my YouTube channel so that I can reach a wider audience. If you're interested in connecting or working together, visit my website, borderlessstories.com, or find me on Instagram at Casey McCormick Chifchi. Hello there. Today we're going to talk about ways to tune into your intuition in 10 minutes or less. This idea of intuition can feel really intimidating to those of us who, who maybe have never know what that means. Does it mean listening to your heart? Does it mean listening to your gut, to your head? What does it mean? How do I do it? Help. Um, sometimes it sounds when we um, talk about it, it sounds like something that's for other people. It's for someone who has a special gift, uh, but we all have an intuition, right? And so that's why we're going to share um, just a few easy ways, quick ways, more importantly, to tune into your intuition. So stay tuned for that. practices, I want to talk briefly about how all of these practices, the idea of intuition in general, is going to require that we are open to the idea of multiple kinds of intelligences, right? So we're not just strictly talking about intelligence as comes from this part of our bodies, um, but intelligence that comes from our heart or from our gut right here, right? Something that you might feel in a different part of your body. And this is something that especially in Western culture, we can be really disconnected from. Um, You know, we get into the discussions, debates, arguments about thoughts versus feelings and which one's more valuable and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not here to contribute to that debate. Um, But what I will share is, uh, or encourage you to learn more about is the connection between the heart and the brain, Um, how many connection points there are there and how the majority of them originate in the heart and go to the brain, right? Even in um, development, the heart develops before the brain does. So um, I think there's something interesting there. If you're someone who feels skeptical about feelings. Trust me, I've been that person in the past. Uh, I will just say, you have a heart, you have feelings. Maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe you can learn how to use them to serve you and to make your life better. The first practice that we're going to talk about today is, I'll pull one out here to show you, journaling, right? So maybe this is something that you did when you were a child. Maybe you were like me, you had a journal and you wrote and they're like, dear diary, today I saw a cat. Yeah, that's probably an accurate entry. I wish I had some old ones to share. Um, But there's something really wonderful and amazing and powerful about putting pen to paper. So especially, I will say, in an analog form, putting pen to paper. I don't mean journaling in a document on your computer that you're going to delete. I mean writing with pen on paper. Um, There's something about the speed at which you can do that, the the activity of it, the the muscle use. that really helps you connect, I find, with yourself. Um, So you can, when you do this stream of consciousness, especially when you're not thinking about perfect punctuation or, oh, I'm gonna publish this someday, it better look really good, uh, or somebody might find this, the idea is to have a journal that you know no one else is gonna be reading, no one else is gonna see, you're not gonna be looking back at it in a judgmental way. 
but just write in there and and keep the pen moving. Um, if you're familiar with Julia Campbell's book, The Artist's Way, she talks about morning pages. I'm not going to tell you to do that because that won't take 10 minutes. That's three pages of long form, so that might take a little longer. But even just writing for 10 minutes. And if you have a question that comes up, you can write that down and say, I don't know what to do about blah, blah, blah. And then just keep writing and see what, what comes. See if um, you can learn through practicing this, it's not going to be easy the first time, but if through practicing this habit, maybe you can learn to tap into a deeper sense of knowing than you might have. So the key is to not be judgmental of yourself and of your writing and just to let it flow. The second practice is prayer and or meditation. Um, I personally am a big fan of meditation and I use an app called Insight Timer, uh, which is a free app and they have great guided meditations. They've got music for when you wanna do your own meditation or just a timer. Um, I really like it. I like to change it up and use it in different ways. Um, you know, whether I'm, I'm using a guided meditation to do some a new practice that I'm not familiar with or just using a timer to clear my thoughts, clear my head and just kind of try and recenter. Uh, and I also do want to include prayer here as well. That can be something that we often only think of in the context of a religious tradition. Um, but I think that if we look at it as, you know, expressing your cares and worries, and I would say even more significantly and importantly, expressing gratitude, that can be really beneficial for releasing those cares and worries, tuning into something higher, um, and just feeling more centered and more grounded and as far as intuition goes, I find that coming out of one of these sessions of meditation or prayer, you might find yourself feeling inspired. You might find yourself having more clue of what the next step needs to be and something that you were struggling with before. Uh, so I highly recommend taking 10 minutes for a little prayer and or meditation. Along those same lines, the third thing I want to talk about today is guided hypnosis. And uh, I will recommend my own because I created one for you that is nice and short. Um, often a guided hypnosis might be a little bit longer, but I do want to talk about it briefly here just to kind of dispel any, you know, gut feelings you had when I said that that made you think, oh no, is she going to try and get me to quack like a duck or bark like a dog or something like that? So I think of hypnosis more like certainly the way I do it, I think of it more like a guided meditation, right? The point is just to get very relaxed and to um, sort of implant in your subconscious mind the things that you want to have in there, positive things, right? Um, it's important to know and to remember that um, even if I am the hypnotherapist who is leading a session, I'm not in control. You are in control. You are always in control of your own mind, your own body, and your subconscious mind will never let you do something that goes against your morals. So um, I recommend checking that video out. I recommend giving it a try. I promise you there's nothing that's going to be strange about it. You will be aware. You'll probably hear every single thing I say. And my goal is at the end of it that you'll just feel relaxed and feel more confident, um, more peaceful, all those good things. Another thing I'll recommend, this might sound a little counterintuitive because in general we think of intuition as something that happens when we are alone, um, but I would recommend talking with your most trusted and least judgmental friend. Um, so finding a person in your life who you know you can share with, they're not going to say, oh, why do you think that way? Or, um, you know, kind of try and talk you out of your feelings. And in this context, I think it's important to 
ask them not to give advice or not to give input, but maybe just to ask uh, reflective listening questions. You know, oh, it sounds like you're feeling this way. It sounds like this happened and then you felt that way. Um, And I find that in talking out loud, for starters, sometimes you get a clarity of thought that comes only when you're expressing yourself out loud. I think this might depend on if you're an internal external processor. I'm not entirely sure, but I recommend it for anyone to try. Certainly if you find that, you know, writing you get some clarity, you might also find the same thing in speaking. And sometimes, yeah, in talking with another person, you find something comes up that you wouldn't have expected to. Uh, I know when I'm talking with my husband about something, sometimes I will hear myself saying something that I'm like, wow, that's really wise. But I am not giving that as a credit to myself. I'm saying there's like a connection that happens between two people. And when you're sharing, there's something maybe that one person needs to hear and it just kind of flows through. So I think it's worth trying to tap into your intuition through a connection with somebody that you are very close with, you trust very much, and you know will hold that space for you. Now, certainly wisdom and intuition can come through other sources as well. So uh, you could pick up a book that calls to you uh, or a book that you love to turn to for wisdom or comfort and just start reading. So I'm not saying like, you know, open to a magical page and trust that the answer to your problem is going to be there. And if you see the word yes, it means the answer is yes. Or see the word no, not like that, but just... um, So listening to those little nudges, I guess, and maybe you feel a nudge when you're standing in front of a bookcase or when you're looking at your Kindle and looking at all these books in there, Um, just be open to that. So that's a form of wisdom. It's a source that could be used to speak to you, but um, it should be in the context of listening to a, a nudge from within, right? So don't try and force something to be true about you. Don't pick up the nearest book and say, okay, I'm gonna turn to page 32 and the third line down is gonna, whatever it says I'm gonna do, not talking about that, but just um, listening to the little nudges. And yeah, if you feel called to read a book, read that book and see what's in there for you. I have found some great wisdom in my life from the books that I've read, certainly. Um, And some of those have been ones that I'm like, I'm not sure why I'm about to read this, but I'm about to read it and we'll see what happens. So highly recommend that. All right, my last two points here or practices are a little bit more about tuning into the elements. So the first one would be going for a walk, especially out in nature, maybe not necessarily going for a walk around, you know, downtown, but going out in nature and just being in the air, breathing in those great smells. I go walk in the woods and the smells are just wonderful. Um, But doing that, especially with no distractions, I'm guilty of wearing my headphones a little too much. And then when I stop wearing them, when I'm going for a walk, I realize, oh, wow, I can hear myself a little more. I can hear my thoughts. I can hear my feelings. That's great. Um, So just going for a walk, maybe trying not necessarily to like, oh, just stink and think. That's what we call it. My family stink and think about the same problem over and over and over again. No, just try and clear your head, enjoy the the walk, look at the leaves on the trees or cute little squirrels running around, whatever it is. And um, that act of clearing your head may help give you some clarity, may help you feel. I find being out in nature just helps me feel more connected, period. When I get home from a walk, I just feel like better somehow, some way. Uh, And the last practice, I'm putting it along with this because that one, nature, that was more about like air and earth uh, and water. Water is the last one. So if you don't have access to a pool or a lake or an ocean or a sea to go swimming in, I hear you and I feel you. And I wish that we had those things. Um, 
but as I'm recording this, it's December in Michigan, so I wouldn't be swimming in them anyway. But um, you can always, always, always take a bath, take a shower, whatever it is, something about just being immersed in water. Um, I don't know. Do you find that you get a lot of clarity when you're in the shower? You're just sort of like, wow, now I know what to do about that thing. Maybe it's partly because we don't bring our phones. I don't think we do anyway. We don't bring our phones in the shower, right? You don't bring your phone in the shower. I certainly don't. We're alone with the water. We don't have anything to distract us with. And um, yeah, we can just connect, I think, in a different way with ourselves. Um, and it's kind of like you can use that experience to like wash yourself clean of whatever cares and worries and concerns have been weighing you down. So those are a few practices for you. I recommend giving any and all of them a try. And let me know in the comments which one you're going to try first, or if you've already tried one and found great success. Tell us about that experience. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. I hope to see you back again here soon. I will keep creating videos just for you. And I'd love to know that you're here watching them and know that I'm creating things that you want to see. So feel free to send me any suggestions of anything that you are just really hoping that we're going to cover on this channel.